Hey friends, thanks for tuning in again. I know it's been a little while since I recorded. Our uh, nonprofit is official. We have been approved and I spent the last month and a half working on that. And I'm really excited to see what God's gonna do. I can tell you right now, um, we're not putting any boxes around it. We're just leaving it wide open to what the Lord wants to use it for. Um, our focus right now is healing and deliverance ministry. We do personal um, counseling and healing sessions. We also do worship events. And starting in October, I'm going to be traveling, um, preaching and teaching and ministering uh, to churches in Ecuador. So I'm very excited to see what God has for that. If God lays on your heart and you want to be a part of partnering and sowing a seed into this ministry, you can make donations on Venmo at Heart Full of Heaven, and you can look for my name, Brittany Doss, underneath the name just to make sure you're sending money to the right organization. You can also look at us online, uh, heartfulofheaven.com, and there's a place to donate there as well. So anyways, we're very excited. That's where I've been the last month and a half, really working on and what God has asked us to establish there. Um, I appreciate your prayers moving forward. We are very excited that the Lord has called us into this beautiful and sacred ministry with Him. So today I have a word for you and I really hope it encourages you and leads you straight to the heart of Jesus. Um, so let's just pray and then we'll get started. Father God, we love you so much and we are so grateful to come into your presence again today. I just pray over every heart listening, Father, that they would know you in a deeper and more intimate way by the end of this podcast. I pray, Father, that my words would be few and your heart would be felt. In Jesus' name, amen. So the question that I have been getting the most recently, and it really stirred in me to sit down and give an encouraging word on this, is how to hear the voice of God. I hear this question a lot, and a lot of people um, question whether or not they do hear from the Lord. Um, and so I just want to come as an encourager um, to your heart today and tell you that the Word of God says, um, Jesus declared, I am the shepherd and the sheep know my voice. And we cannot do anything without the Lord. We can't even want Him without Him. <laughs> it's so amazing how that works. So if you have given your life to Jesus, you did that because the Spirit of God reached out and called you by name and drew you to Himself. So if you have given your life to Jesus and you think you cannot hear His voice, that's a lie from the enemy. You absolutely know the voice of God. You just did not know that was Him who was speaking to you. So my first encouragement is just, let's just come out of agreement with the lie that you can't hear from him. So if that's you and you have thought, you know what, I have said that out loud, I have thought that, I just don't hear from God, right now, wherever you are, I just want you to say, I come out of agreement with that lie. And God, I thank you that today you open my ears to hear from you in a new way. That's it, so simple. So now we're going to just talk about the Lord and His heart. The relationship with the Lord is just that. It's a relationship. It's not a transaction. It's not a religion. Um, he wants an actual relationship with actual people because He's an actual living God. And so He wants real relationship. That means communication. You cannot have a relationship without communication. 
So his heart, his desire is that you would know him and that he would know you. It says even on judgment day, he, he'll separate us by who he knows, not who, you know, did a bunch of stuff for him. So he wants to know you and he wants you to know him. So it is his desire for you to know his voice. He wants it more than you do. He desires for you to hear from him even more than you desire to hear from him. So all the pressure's off. Take a deep breath. Pressure's off. The question's been answered. Does God want to speak to you? The answer is yes. He wants to speak to you. You driving in your car, thinking you're left out of this equation. You, he wants to speak to you. So I just want to just encourage you with that straight out the gate. The other thing I want to encourage you with is that he speaks in a lot of different ways. This is one of the most beautiful things that I see about Jesus is that he made us all uniquely and he communicates with us differently. And I just love that about him. So he speaks sometimes through um, what I would describe as spontaneous thought. And I describe it that way because it's so deep inside of your head that it comes from almost the same place as your thoughts. It almost You almost hear it in the same way. It's just a little bit different. And you know that you know it's him and not you. So that's one way that the Lord can speak. He can speak through the word of God. You could be opening up your Bible and pouring through the word and just literally um, words just jump out at you and he speaks to you that way. He can speak through dreams or visions. He can speak to you through um, other people. Um, there, these are just a few ways that God can speak to you. There are so many we could literally talk forever. And there's ways that he spoke to people in scripture that, that I've never seen. You know, there could be writing on a wall. It could be a loud, booming voice outside of your body. There are so many different ways. So I just want to encourage you, like every other part of your relationship with the Lord, don't put him in a box and don't demand that he speak a certain way. Just go to him as a child and say, Lord, I want to know you. And to know you, I need to hear you. So just pray that he opens you up to be able to hear from him. Um, A lot of people will think like, well, how do I know if it's God who's speaking? So uh, the easiest way to know is like when he speaks, it speaks in alignment with the word of God. And so he's not going to speak something that's contradictory to the word. He's also never going to speak something that belittles you or makes you feel like you can't overcome something. So the voice of God is never discouraging. It always builds up. The voice of God is, um, I would say, uh, gentle is the way that I would use to describe what his voice sounds like. Always full of love. If, If what you're hearing in your head does not feel like love, it is not him. Because even when he disciplines us, it's so full of love. And you feel like you can actually do the things that he's directing you to do. So the voice of God is full of love. So that's just a couple things that I want to tell you. The word of God says that everything you hear, you need to go back and test with the spirit of God and with the word of God. And so everything you hear, you can test in that way. Um, And then like any relationship, you'll grow so familiar with his voice. You will know that it's him when he begins to speak to you. Um, It's so cool. I used to use this example like... 
if we were um, in Target and I was a couple of rows away from you, now that you've heard my voice on the podcast, if you heard me speaking, you would be like, oh, that's Brittany. But before you heard this podcast, I could be speaking two rows over and you would have no idea that it was me because you weren't familiar with me or my voice. So just like with the Lord, you will you will begin to hear his voice and recognize his voice and then you'll know that you know it's him because it's your Abba Father speaking to you. So this is how that will begin to grow in you. So I just want to encourage you with those truths today that the Lord is speaking. He has more to say to you than you're willing to be still to listen to. He longs for that kind of conversation with you. And this is the other thing that if you want to hear from God more clearly, this is the thing that goes literally, it it takes our culture and puts it to a screeching halt because it's so in opposition to our current culture. But you have to be still. You have to be still. I, I know that for me now, I can be in the middle of Walmart and I hear the Lord give me a word for someone around me, but it doesn't start that way. It usually starts in the secret place at home when you are still enough to learn to practice listening. Listening is an art form. It really is. It's, it's a lost art in most um, cultures today, but, but I will tell you that to be still and to wait upon the Lord is so worth it. There is nothing else that you are going to practice in discipline that is going to yield more fruit than learning to be still before the Lord. And I heard this story once and it was like, I mean, so profound. I just feel like I'm supposed to share it today. That this man walked up to a leader one day and he asked him, I need you to pray so that I can hear the voice of God. I I don't hear from him and I pray all the time and So he sat with him and he said, okay, let me pray for you. And as the pastor began to pray, the Lord showed him a vision of this man sitting in his prayer closet. And he sat there and he was praying and praying and praying. And and then the Lord began to show this leader that Jesus would walk into the room and begin to speak to the man. And as soon as Jesus went to speak, the man got up and left his prayer closet. And so the leader told him, you just need to wait a little bit longer just press past. And this is the way I describe it. Like in exercise, you you always, you'll begin to exercise and you'll get to a place where you just like hit that wall. And any trainer, trainer would tell you, like, you just have to press past the pain. You need to get past that wall that you hit every time. And it's going to take a little pushing and a little pressing in You're going to be a little uncomfortable. And I just encourage you like, like a trainer would, like once you get through that uncomfortable like feeling, you get to a place where you can do the thing you couldn't do before. And the same is true in spiritual exercise and discipline. Like if you just allow yourself to be a little bit uncomfortable, to do the thing that you haven't done before, you'll be able to get to a place with the Lord you've never been before. If you want something different with the Lord, you need to do something different with the Lord. There's, there's a lot of um, people who would just sit back and be like, oh, they just have such a, such a mark on their life and God just speaks to them differently. They're so blessed. Yeah, they are, but they've also probably done some things you haven't tried. So just try them. You know, if you normally listen to worship music for your whole quiet time, maybe you're struggling to hear from God because all you're hearing are the lyrics and the songs. 
So maybe it's one switch. Maybe you decide to listen to um, music that doesn't have words and you just listen to just instrumental praise music during your quiet time. Maybe any music is distracting and you need to be completely silent. Um, I don't know what it is that you've done with the Lord, but I just encourage you, try something different. Try something different to, to get to the place you haven't been yet with the Lord. It's kind of a fun discovery with God to figure these things out. It says that you know, it's, it's our joy to discover these mysteries with God. So try something different and don't be so uh, rigid or religious about it. Just Just be free in your time with God and and pursue him in a new way. And I just, I see him just opening ears in a new way, opening vision and creativity over you in a new way as you in obedience step out and try something new with him. So I just encourage you to try that in your quiet time. And I really believe you're going to hear from God in a really profound way. Um, So I'm just going to pray really quick a release of that over you. God, I just thank you for every person listening right now. I thank you that as they step out in obedience and they step past their comfort zones and they wait on you and they draw near to you, I thank you, God, that your word promises that if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. So I just release that promise over every person listening. And I declare that ears are opened to hear from you in a new way. That eyes are opened to see spiritually in a new way. That hearts are open to receive from you in a new way. And God, as they search your heart, I thank you that you both reveal and pour over them the love of Abba Father. I just declare that over them right now in Jesus' name. So something really close to um, hearing the voice of God that I've been hearing a lot and I felt like I was supposed to include in this is the pursuit of understanding your calling. And I talked on my first podcast about our greatest calling is ministering to the heart of Jesus. It starts there and everything comes from that place. Um, But this is the question that's a little bit more specific and it's, it's what if I've received prophetic words I have um, had visions and dreams of my calling and it's much bigger and much crazier than what I'm currently living. This was the question I received. How do I make sure that I don't get lost in pursuing that and, um, and that I, I'm able to stay where I'm at now and enjoy and appreciate the ministry I have now and I don't get lost in my pursuit of that? I love this question and I do get it a lot and I love answering it because I feel like I've had to struggle through this like I totally get it I get having these big crazy wild visions and dreams and prophecies and you're like how in the heck is that ever gonna happen and you can kind of get lost in that and this is how the Lord kind of calmed my heart the first part was There's part of you, as you think about big dreams and big visions, there's part of you that begins to worry over missing it. And the Lord said to me so clearly, if you think you can miss it, you've missed more than you think. And I was like, okay, walk me through that, God. What does that mean? And he said, Brittany, I am the goal, not the prophetic word. 
not the vision, not even the calling that came from me, not the gifts that came from me. He says, I, Jesus, I am the goal. So if you think you can miss it, you've missed more than you think. You have me, you already have everything. And I was like, wow. He's like, so simplify it. Your focus isn't how do I stay in today's call over chasing tomorrow's call. Your focus is how do I make sure I just keep chasing Jesus? And, and he really was so clear to me, if you chase a prophetic word, if you chase a call, if you chase a destiny, you could get lost and confused because you could begin to build something with human hands that were never meant to be built by human hands. You can begin to do things in human effort that were always meant to be yielded to the Father. But if you chase Jesus himself, If your pursuit is him alone, he is the one holding your destiny in his hands. He holds the call that he gave you. So you cannot miss it. If you just pursue Jesus and all that honors him, you're not going to miss it. You're not going to get wound up in what's in the future. You're going to enjoy the now because he's here now. You're going to enjoy the ministry today because he's in the details today. So I just encourage you, young leader with an incredible anointing over your life, person who's in their 40s who thinks you've missed it, I encourage both of you on both ends of that spectrum, you cannot miss it if you're chasing the heart of the Father. You have not missed it. The Lord be with you and anoint you with peace and everything you need for today. This is what I hear God saying. His word says that he gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. So the strength, the grace he's given you for ministry is for today. Don't miss what's in front of you today because you're excited for what's tomorrow. He's given you the hope for tomorrow. Being excited and believing in that and praying into that and sowing seeds into those things are beautiful and they are from the Lord. You should do those things. But your strength is for what's in front of you today. So if you're called to evangelize to the nations, I encourage you today, begin talking about the goodness of God at work today. Begin talking about the gospel and this Jesus who you love at your school and your work today. If you are called to healing ministry, start praying for people at the local hospitals. You don't have to wait to stand on a platform one day to do this. God has for you today something that he's growing you in, just like he grew David in the field before he became king. He's growing you in your today before you get to your tomorrow. If you're in a season of waiting, I encourage you, those who wait upon the Lord are renewed in their strength every day. Those who wait upon the Lord are filled with peace and covered in his presence. Those who wait upon the Lord are with the Lord. He will never leave you or forsake you. He is with you in the waiting. So I just encourage you, you know the voice of God. Press in deeper to hear him more clearly. He is with you. The call and the mark on your life will come to pass because he is a promise keeper. So do not grow weary. Do not grow tired in your journey. Press in deeper. 
get past your comfort zone. Do something new to get something new with the Lord. I also encourage you in this season, if you're like just sitting there going, I don't know when my breakthrough is going to come, why don't you just pray for someone else's breakthrough for a change? Why don't you begin to come alongside someone else's ministry? Do something to help someone else get their breakthrough. The best way to get your eyes off of this this discouragement that the enemy's tried to put in front of you is to turn around and encourage someone else. So I just challenge you today, like pray for big things, believe for big things, believe that God's going to move, but not just in your own life. I honestly think that the times in my life where I've struggled the most in the waiting and in hearing his voice or I've struggled in like, am I going to reach my calling? I was struggling because I was making it all about me. And I just encourage you, there is so much joy in watching people around you get to their next step with the Lord. So just focus on that. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the goodness of the Lord. He is good. I heard last night and it was just so encouraging that we are to pray big prayers, but we have to trust in the goodness of God because he's spoken a good word over us. And listen, do not be discouraged if your big prayer is not answered yet. He is still in the miracle business. It's coming. But the goodness of God says that you can pray those big prayers and you can also pray these beautiful daily prayers and just pray so much that you are so encouraged by daily prayers being answered. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your children. Pray for your coworkers. Pray daily things. Pray things that will probably happen even if you don't pray because you can just be encouraged by the fact that that prayers were answered. I heard a pastor say this last night and it was just so encouraging. Like, don't be scared to just pray for all the things and then watch God move in all these little areas. It's so encouraging to watch this. So I just encourage you, don't stop praying. I'm looking right now in Matthew chapter seven and I'm just being reminded. It says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. So if you want to hear the voice of God, keep asking. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And listen, this is the part that reminds us of the goodness of God. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, would you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will, you, will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? And listen, scripture also says if you ask for Holy Spirit, that's what the Lord's going to give you. So stop being afraid of praying the wrong prayers. I really believe we need this boldness to come over us as a body of Christ where we believe again in the goodness of God. And we believe that he's not just able, but he wants to do these things. And we begin praying bold prayers again. Press in, my sweet friend. 
Do not be discouraged. The Lord loves you. And I just declare over every person listening that fresh hope falls on you right where you are. That hope for the thing you haven't hoped for in a long time rises up within you and you begin to pray about it again. I declare that you will not get lost in the process of discovering your call with the Lord because you will be with the Lord. I declare that you will seek him and you will find him because you will seek him with all your heart. I hope this was an encouragement to you today because God has big and beautiful plans and he never intended for you to do them without him. Lean into him. Walk with him. He is your beautiful, loving, heavenly father. And his plans for you are good. Thanks for listening.